All right. It picked up on Welcome my side. Welcome back to it. God damn it. <laughs> Welcome back to an all new episode of the, Are We Really Fucking Doing This? <laughs> Welcome back to an all new episode of the Saturday Attention Podcast live from Hadamari Apartments Room 201. I am your host, the host. Joining me this week, we have we have Shay. I'm just going to introduce Shay because he's been here before. Y'all know Shay. Hey, how's it going? Can't believe you just put your government out there, but all right. Uh, <laughs> how you hey, doing? We're talking about art stuff. Words. This is basically a glorified interview. Shay's going to teach me about art. Glorified or deglorified? Yes. Word. Uh, yeah, I'm just here to answer some questions and uh, talk about what I do as a, a hobbyist artist and where my perspective lies and what i'm doing and anything else that might come to mind all right so so explain your process please good sir that's too many fucking peas my process my process okay well uh usually what i do is and this is even like because i do digital and physical so i'll catch a lot of flack for this from people who see and look through my notebooks but um what I do is I'll start off sketching something. It, 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 usually there's no, not a lot of thought put into it unless I know for a fact there, there, that there's something that I want to work on. That process starts out slightly different, but most of the time I just start with a head <laughs> and I'll start just whatever I'm feeling, whatever dynamic energy I'm trying to manifest in whatever line that I've put out. Uh, it starts there. And then I'll, if I'm feeling it, then I'll continue working on this piece and then decide later on what it is that I want to capture. If I'm not, I go back to zero. <laughs> I go back to zero and try with a whole nother like head position and like dynamicism, whatever. Uh, and like if you look at my notebooks, there's a whole bunch of like mostly empty pages except for like starts like of a drawing that i either gave up on or just didn't have time to finish why'd you give up uh again if i'm not feeling the direction of it i'll just go back to zero uh but that said uh once i've got a nice sketch of what i want to do uh what i'll usually try to do is if it's decent enough to where i can just fill in the forms make the shapes more uh more defined then i'll just go off of that and then head into line work <laughs> whereas if i'm going to go if i have in mind like a specific pose that i want to capture or a mood that i'm trying to go with i'll reference other pieces and then try to get because uh, I feel my my anatomy is mostly okay. Uh, the the process itself isn't necessarily like outstanding or perfect, but it's just like it. If something looks off, or if some there's some specific way I want something to be viewed, I will go out of my way to reference them. Usually through something on Pinterest, I have a few boards there. And mm, okay, you, mm, okay, yeah. Not a fan of Pinterest, but that's neither here nor there. I mean, that's yeah. I understand why it's you. It's mostly useful for the amount of uh, mood board material and like image references you'll find on there. That's fair. Yeah, I. If you have anything better to recommend to me, I'll definitely look at it. I dead ass is just gonna be like, yeah, just use Twitter, make a uh, a list, and I'm like, that's gonna bother a bunch of people. Don't do that. <laughs> Don't See, do that. Leave those nice people. Alone. I was gonna say, yeah, that's the only thing about lists. If you could have lists but not have them be as uh, obnoxious, <laughs> then yeah, I would probably be more inclined to use those. But um, yeah, once I've gotten again, uh, if I'm trying to reference something, that reference stage will start earlier in the sketch. But before I move on to the line art of whatever I'm working on, I usually will reference some piece, some picture, some photography, whatever I need to in order to get the right movement going and the right shapes. Uh, and once I have, it's funny because the line art is probably the quickest phase for me, or at least the one that comes what with the, the least amount of thought. But I mean, that's fair because you're just tracing over what needs to be done. Uh, 
which is probably why I struggle with like pieces that don't necessarily uh, like more of like painting style pieces where I don't have a line art or don't have a need for line art as strong as some other ones, more of the illustrative works that I do. Mm -hmm. um, for example, I have a piece of my original character, uh, Mila, in some in a Tifa cosplay-esque thing. And, like, the hair was, like, both the hardest and the neatest thing to do. But it's also because it's harder to make that work without lines in the way that I did it. And I'm sure uh, that if it comes to... I I just need to practice that more, I'll be honest. But, yeah, mostly line art. Once I get done with the line art, then I do the base... Uh, colors and here's the thing about my process because sometimes I'll just be like I just want to go straight to the colors and I don't want to do the value yet and I know a lot of people like to do the value before uh, the flats wait wait what the fuck is the value the value is the uh, like the the way that they look in uh, grayscale so like the lighting and the way that it works and how dark certain shadows are so huh. the great yeah the grayscale of a picture so i i wasn't aware that had a term yeah um it's more of like the the value of a color of a color is what is specifically being referenced but i use the term value just as a general the value of the the, the overall piece in the the, the range you. of lights and shadows yeah um but yeah once i know i know that like a usually what happens is as people if certain people do the values first then they'll just lay the colors over it and then set the layer to uh like multiply and then from there it'll be uh like it'll start falling into place a lot easier and then from there they'll add like the little changes in dynamic color that help whatever the current situation is for their piece um, following hmm. that, if for people who do the opposite, where they do the color first, usually they'll do the value in a color that isn't grayscale, that isn't just a, a, like a harsh gray. So what they'll do is they'll make the value in like, a, depending on the lighting, like a, a warmer color or a darker color, or sorry, warmer or colder color, not darker, <laughs> a warmer or cooler color. And from there, it usually is working to complement the main colors that are already being used for the flats okay yeah hmm. um that all sounds like a lot it it sounds like a lot but in reality when you're going through it's just the process in which it's easiest to get uh the coloring done um just because like if you look at because the last thing that you're going to be working on is, say, like, the highlights of something. Uh, usually, depending on what your piece is and, again, your process. But, like, uh, you want to do, like, the, the flats, the shadows, and then the highlights. Because the, 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 light, the lightest parts of the picture are going to pop out more. And you will be able to decide later on little fixes here and there and if something needs to be darker but you want that base that understanding of where the light is coming from and it's easier to tell that through the shadows and then you can accommodate your light with that in mind okay so like okay so that's something else i have a question about as someone who knows nothing about art because that part of my brain doesn't work uh how do you decide discern when something is too dark or too light uh that did it's mostly depending on uh how close the light source is to the object in question so is like the closer something is to a light source the the the, the stronger the shadow becomes the dark like the it's going to cast a larger shadow just because there's more blockage in that general area and if you go far enough depending on how strong the light is that blockage isn't going to matter as much, but it's still not going to be as bright as something being directly hit on it up close or from a uh, from a distance. Does that make sense? Yes. Okay. 
so yeah it's mostly just how bright is it and how close is the object to that bright object that bright other light source hmm. so if i'll see I'll see like some pictures and just like I can't tell where the light source is. So okay. <laughs> that's uh, you y- you stay hush about that, okay? A lot of people are trying their best. No, um, well, I'm no, mostly being funny. That. It's just like, you're fine. I I I, I got you. Um, in, in no, in in actuality, it's very difficult to make a uh, make a piece do what you want it to while also having it make a lot of sense <laughs> in terms of where the light source is at um because like and some people don't necessarily think about it some people are like i don't have a, a decent understanding of how light bounces off of things and where something might look like it makes sense but if you're actually if you have a decent like sense of uh spatial awareness that you'll start to realize and even with experience you'll start to realize that oh i see what you were going for here you have a point that like the edges of the shirt on this example piece that i made up in my mind is (laughs) is darker all right but it's more like no because of the way that it's reflecting it's still going to show a bit brightness on this side or more brightness on the left side than the right side if the light source is on the upper left or something like that just i'm trying to build a visual picture in people's minds with my words and i i just think that no you're doing so like yeah it's it's very easy to fall into and it, it it if your piece isn't supposed to be stylistic in nature with the way that the light is being used um what's the word being used uh you asking the wrong yeah i know i know (laughs) (laughs) there's a specific word that i want but basically if they don't care how exactly the light's hitting on them just that like the light itself has more meaning than the than what the light source is supposed to like make sense of then yeah okay i kind of see what you're going for um like any another thing is people who aren't very uh used to dynamic lighting will do is they will make the light source ambiguous yeah so like i i'm looking at my own piece and i i did something for uh for a fire emblem character's birthday uh hilda uh i made the light source ambiguous so it kind of looks like it's coming from behind her but like on the other hand it part of it seems like it should be around the front as well just from different angles and it's like yeah um it it doesn't always make sense (laughs) and it like i like shouldn't sometimes but like in the in the impact of it is more uh the impact of the 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 gleam and the shine is more important than or i'm putting more emphasis on that and the significance of how it reacts with hilda than it actually making sense Okay. That said, I'm not 100% right for that. But <laughs> that's. I mean, I, yeah. I, I'm going to say, I beg to differ. Heard. Argue words. Mm-hmm. Heard. All right. This is going to be the hardest question of the day. Okay. How the fuck do colors work? <laughs> Uh, so are you asking me you to have like 20 minutes. I was gonna say you want me to like define color theory I mean you can't you can give the definition <laughs> and how it's supposed to work but like so I'm just like I don't know how this shit works in in actuality it's just a practical guide to like color mixing and how different colors pop and work off of each other uh if you want something better than that, I suggest you look up a YouTube video because I am not qualified to talk on that. But Listen. there is uh, there's 
ways that <laughs> colors like outside of like the the theory basics of like the color schemes so like uh monochromatic analogous complementary and things like that there's just uh certain ways that colors colors have meaning and like the nuances of that will change depending on like any everything anything and everything so like a background in terms of like uh cultural backgrounds versus someone's own in like into like intuition and their own experiences but that like even if that is bes like besides all of that they all have a very impactful innate meaning to us that is conveyed in general cultures all, all across the world so like if you think of like red you think of intensity and that passion and that strength that danger that love whereas if you look at something blue you think of something uh trustworthy something refreshing something cool something like calming down to a certain extent uh, yeah and all of the like all of them like main colors have have some sort of argument to be had about one thing or another but at its base those those different associations with these different colors are going to be something that stick with you and stick with everyone whether they are whether they are conscious of it or not uh when it comes I, I hate that but like <laughs> i understand it yeah i mean it like <laughs> It's not necessarily something we can help, but it definitely has on in history helped us uh, like understand a lot more of what and like some of it is a lot more of where how we've made it this far, basically. And again, yeah. some of it is very much so <laughs> like man made. So like the color purple meaning something like royal or magical is just a result of the fact that the color purple was hard to produce so if you had it back in the day it back in the day meaning way back uh if you had clothing <laughs> not, not right not pre-covid right not like pre-covid um if you had like the color purple in any of your fabrics or your clothing that just showed how wealthy you were and like yeah it's it doesn't it like a, it down to the fact that like where where we come from overall has an impact on how we will continue to perceive things color theory is still something that like even if we've broken it down to a science can change depending on how certain cultures begin to look at other aspects of it um if you want here's the thing right i don't have like in anticipation of this i didn't have too many people that i wanted to uh reference specifically um oh i do right um if you want some people that specifically uh inspire me in terms of like color work you can probably find i can probably point you in the direction of a few people no name name drop name drop them i i yes okay so and then and then send me the, the twitter links when you're done because yeah okay well uh because like when i think of color like three people pop in my head go ahead and say yours first then oh why would you do this to me um now i'm gonna start this off alex i'm sorry um barry verney i don't know how to say this that's why why'd you let me go first <laughs> um basically uh, it's an artist that got blocked that got blocked by alex and i was like damn i feel bad for you it's don't crazy. know why they don't know why alex got blocked but damn that's crazy um i really like what they do with color because it's it's all intense it's never not intense heard and it, there's always so much of it like like um i don't know any of these fucking characters uh you you know league of legends 
Uh, not really. I mean, I'm sorry. Good. I'm so fucking jealous. Um, <laughs> there's some KDA skins that have the uh, the neon purple, the the dark blue, the light. I guess that's technically cyan, cyan, whatever the fuck. Mm-hmm. Pink, and like that whole little aesthetic. Yeah. They drew a picture. It was just like an offhanded picture. I'm just like, oh, this reminds me of KDA, but like better. Because it's got those neon, no, those neon col- colors, but like turned up another notch. I'm like, how the fuck did they do this? <laughs> how do color? That's why I say, how do colors work? I don't, I don't understand. Words. S- send help. Yeah, I got you. Uh, anyone else? Um, on the polar, I'm gonna out myself. Okay. Fuck it. Why not? Um, they they call him Cake. He uh-uh. uh he does. Flat color. All his colors are fucking flat. Well, not all. Most of his colors are flat. And he's just like, yep, pastel, warm, soft pastels. That's it. Nothing else. I'm like, oh, um, we're gonna ignore the subject matter and just look at the colors. And like, yeah, this is all super nice pastel stuff. And I, I love it a lot. It makes me feel cozy, if I could give it a feeling. But then people are like, but, but the subject matter. I'm like, don't, just don't. <laughs> look at something else. Just look at a different picture. Look, look at a safe for work picture. It's fine. It's fine. Heard. Uh, I would get into more, but I'd have to dig them up, and I don't feel like doing that. Or I could do it while you're talking about yours. Okay. Well, um, <clears throat> first, uh, I will probably start out with, let me grab them. They're at, so I can say that. Uh, Crooked Glasses, which is... Um, an artist who does who specializes in a lot of very grunge a lot of very like uh think of like spooky and uh halloweeny zombie shit right okay um they are uh you know lithero right yeah lithero's uh fiance slash the person who does the uh they Some aren't the, married yet. I don't know if they're married yet, but I was gonna say, uh, like they're they're, they're the person who does most of Lithero's um, icons. Yeah, icons, thumbnails, gotcha. things like that. Uh, Ooh, okay. I I their their uh their colors immediately popped into my head. Yeah. Um, that's that's the first thing I think of, and that makes me feel bad. No, <laughs> I mean, listen, that's the that's the point. That's it's where like we're at. <laughs> the colors, it's the colors, and then what they actually draw. I'm like, oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Oops. Yeah, they do. Uh, they do a really good job of basically getting. Uh, so when I'm giving the backgrounds, the color that to the people that she usually conveys lack they're very pale skinned uh even like outside of like the dark the dark skinned people that she draws but like most of the time like the zombies and the 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 light colors of the skin are very very dried out they look like they're barely just hanging together even if they go smoothly or have that shine or sheen to them and got you the the rest of the colors on the person uh, are there to accentuate and bring that life into the piece, and it's kind of great. <clears throat> uh, another person that I want to reference is I love Tempe. Uh, I'm just I'm thinking specifically of pieces here that I just sent. Where um, the a lot of their pieces oh, are very uh very like the color composition in them are very strong uh whether or not they're actually uh going out of their way to convey uh convey something special with them it always feels like there is just because of how strong the color combinations and the ways that the lighting works off of them is it's kind of great uh give them a check once you've got the chance Listen, you should be listening to this podcast either on YouTube or Spotify. I can't vouch for any other player. So, uh, yeah, just open another tab or pull out your phone and do that. Please, please, please. Word. Um, 
one last one that I want to give a shout out to is actually someone that I've uh, had the pleasure of being in contact with a few times. Uh, they helped me finalize the design on my original character, Lana, actually. Um, and they go by Brew. Uh, they're pediatric. So P D A T R I C. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'll just, I'll just mute myself or I'll move that after. It's fucking funny. Yeah. <laughs> That's actually just great. The uh, their use of color is amazing, and it's wild because whenever you look at any one of their pieces, you can tell immediately what's going on. But even without the line work, all of it is real solid, and all of it is the the color composition in them is very strong all the time. I it's kind of crazy. Uh, study material. Hmm. Study material. Study material, yes. Uh, definitely give them a check when you got the chance. Just going to give two more people a quick shout-out. Uh, Auto Giraffe on Twitter. I, I, I like what they draw, and they just they do color real good. Kind of not not to the extent of the, the first two people, but they they, they do color real good. And, and then... Uh, you you know this person Shay they're technically a uh, they're not local but they they're in the same state. Uh, I like Christine's art because it's that her art style is so different than what I'm used to seeing. And I'm just like, yo, line art looks like it hurts people's <laughs> soul. I'm like no, it's great. I'm like oh sure okay, that that's contrary to everything I've heard. But all right, sure. I actually and they kind also of agree do color with that. real good. What, that line art's fun and it doesn't hurt your soul? Uh, it doesn't hurt my soul. It's what hurts my soul is just having to push through and acknowledge I have no clue what I'm doing when I'm painting. <laughs> and also uh, still having to paint anyway. I, I, I can't help you with that. That's fair. Listen, I'm not, I'm not, ex I'm, I'm just admitting my faults. <laughs> um, Go ahead and pop their uh or put their uh ad out there i mean it's that christine they're gonna be on the screen oh well i mean again for Remember, the people on spotify youtube is a thing they're gonna be in the description okay click the description come on <laughs> you're better than this well i mean listen people don't do what i say anyway but yeah i i got you word for uh for you youtube people who will be looking at me coloring this picture by this Brazilian artist whose name I can't say, but uh, I, I bought some of their clothes because I'm dumb. Uh, yeah, that's what I've been coloring, I think. I don't know. I, I don't have it. I, uh, moving on to um, <laughs> topic three. How did you get your particular style? Uh, so, that's a good question because I, I couldn't tell you that I would just say it's been a bit of uh, touch and go with whatever I've particularly enjoyed as I've lived through life <laughs> up until this point. Damn, um, that that hurt. <laughs> why did that hurt? Because uh, how have you gone through life? Uh, you know, touch and go. Wait, what? You didn't have a plan? Touch and go. Touch and go. Every day, every Absolutely. day. I mean... That's not necessarily n something to blame nor to, to feel bad about. That's what a lot of people do, whether they feel I like mean, they're I, doing it I or feel not. bad, though. <laughs> Again, you don't have to, but that's we can talk about that another time. Uh, <laughs> nah. uh, you, you leave my demons alone. I'll fight them myself. I'll, I'll learn uh, sun breathing like Tanjira. Oh, Jesus. But yeah. Yeah. Uh, you, a lot of inspirations over time have come from it's funny because specifically uh i i got added for a thing on twitter about like pick pick some things that inspired your art style and i'm like okay well i for a fact why would you do this to me <laughs> for a fact uh a lot of the the games and media that i take in uh definitely without a doubt have inspired where i come from with some of my art so like 
if you want to get back to the basics of basics for me, it would probably be stuff like Dragon Ball or Avatar, uh, Boondocks, stuff like that. Um, Those are like polar opposites. Yeah. <laughs> I'm saying you were like the, Dragon the, Ball Z. It's like all right, hard, sharp edges. Yeah, Avatar, flowy. Wait, hold on, timeout. Well, that's no. the thing. That's the thing, though. You got to look at the, the the shapes that are being made there. Because I would argue a lot okay. of the way that like effect styles are done in. I want to say early Dragon Ball in Dragon Ball Z versus where uh, some of how Avatar does some of his like extra level like lighting effects. They kind of hit similar notes, but there's also like it's it's bright lights. What are you going to do? But it Fair. it hits in a certain direction where you start to to meld those things together in your own format. Uh, when it comes down to like the way that people are drawn and like the the style that leans into as a result of that, you would probably find a lot of inspiration from like Naruto, uh, Persona, and uh, a bit of. I mean, I'll I'll give I'll give Tetsuya Nomura his credit. He he definitely has <laughs> inspired me in more than a few ways. But, no, that's fair. He does pose <laughs> real good. But yeah, or no, he he does his characters in clothes real good. Let me say that. Yeah, the clothes I definitely like. Some of the baggy clothes in between Dragon Ball Z and Kingdom Hearts, I definitely got messed up along the way. Uh, but everyone did. Don't feel bad. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I think that um, once I took note of how because back in once i took note of how the bodies were done in that way i started leaning more towards looking into uh picture references for practicing my anatomy okay and then because i from the get-go i'd had a decent understanding of how uh fabrics kind of folded and meshed and sat on the body and like just through observation of like cartons in the house <laughs> or anything it, it kind of clicked easier with me than anything else but um if when it comes to say things of like the way weapons are like done or formatted or stylized i definitely have inspiration from like fire emblem and shit like that uh I'll beat that game one day. <laughs> um, I feel like the biggest thing in terms of like color inspiration for me probably would be uh Pokemon. Which is an interesting thing to like look at and reflect on. But I feel that like even as I break away from that, I'll look back at it from time to time as a source of inspiration probably some of the newer stuff is probably where i sit with in terms of like the color combination and things like that but like aesthetically at a certain level and even like just the the way characters are drawn in pokemon i really enjoy that yep yep i got so much fucking hate for liking sun and moon and everyone's like oh no it's good and like fuck you go die in a hole <laughs> For liking Sun and Moon's art, or for liking Sun and Moon, the the show was good. The art was good. Just oh, like yeah. the show is just genuinely good. People are like, no, you're wrong. Ash looks ugly, and I'm like, man, it's like there's literally fifteen other characters in this show you can look at. It's like Ash isn't in every single episode. This it's like, let me walk away before I, let me stop. Let me put my phone down. <laughs> word word. Yeah, it'd be like. So that. yeah, speaking of uh, anime. Mm-hmm. Did, you you had art classes as a child in school. So I took one uh, art class in high school, but it was a college class. I took it at a university. Um, you're, you're not you're not helping. I know you're, you're not helping. I know I didn't have. I had an art class I'm, as a I'm child. I'm trying to I'm trying to do a segue here. Yeah, I don't know. God damn it, Shay, you're fucking it up. <laughs> 
no continue i'm being funny april fools haha so, no i did have an art class in in middle school so did you draw anime bullshit in that art class and your teacher's like that's not real you'll never get anywhere with that so no because it was very guided it was like it unfortunately it was like you you drew what they wanted you to draw not necessarily Ew. like the the freedom of expression here's a subject or something or here's a tech they it was more of like a lecture of like here's techniques oh my god they, for art yeah in middle school what yeah okay you know what you went to a different school yeah i only had an art class for like a year and a half what yeah i'm sorry <laughs> actually well no that's I'm not, that's I, how I self-taught always, i always <laughs> That's how self-taught you are. No, that's fair. I, um, from sixth grade until, like, tenth grade. All right, here's your art class. But I can't draw. Oh, no, it's fine. No, 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 no. I can't, I can't barely write the English language, which, what makes you think I can do shapes? Oh, uh, no, it'd be, put, take me out of this goddamn class. Uh... What would you rather take? Anything. You you, you want to do music? Yeah, sure. <laughs> and, and here we are today, trying to look into how much saxophones cost, because stimulus money. Our music class was terrible. We had uh, one dude who taught it, and like he left and came back and left and came back. And then they made huh? it only so that like kids got the music class. And then he taught everyone again. Uh, and I only learned that after I left and my little sister kept going through school. Yeah, it was. <laughs> I'm sorry. I I apologize. No, it's fine. It, he was he was he was tired of kids. Let me die, please. Like at a baseline level, he did not want to have to oh. deal with children. Yet he was here. I mean, dealing with children. <laughs> personally, I also do not like children, but you know that's just me. Um old at heart that's fair i'm also i'm not upset but like i'm more surprised you didn't get the whole no nah, you can't draw anime here what the fuck's wrong with you because a lot of my friends got that in our school and i'm like ayo i fight the teacher for you i don't care so here's the thing You're like you just you don't want to be here do you like no i don't i will beat this teacher's ass for, for you i feel like the biggest reason i didn't get that uh, like outside of school was mostly because uh drawing is kind of in the family right uh really i didn't know that uh at least on my mom's side uh my mom can doodle a little bit my uncle used to draw like a lot of comic stuff when he was younger so like he he still has some of that ingrained in him but more of like the the like marvel comics like bulky men sort of situation uh my my i guess my great cousin but like my my i call her titi my titi uh she used to draw and her kids her daughters draw and they're my cousins who um probably okay they're the cousins who got me into kingdom hearts so you know they draw some animation oh so they hate you (laughs) They actually despise you. No. So uh, you you are a I'm, social experiment. I'm gonna baseline this real quick. Um, they I had gotten Kingdom Hearts uh, as a child. I tried it, got to the end of Destiny Islands, and got scared when the Heartless showed up, and my sword wasn't my wooden sword wasn't working. And me being coward baby child, I did not touch that game for years. Years later, <laughs> I see my cousin uh, beating the end of two, and I'm like, and like "That's crazy! What the fuck? Is what this? is this? Yeah, yeah okay. So <laughs> that's that's where I that's how I ended up there. So also, we we don't hate Kingdom Hearts. That was a joke. Kingdom Hearts people, the fan base is real. Okay, no, I'm the people a Kingdom Hearts think person. They understand. I know Kingdom you're joking. Hearts are just dumb. I listen. Pe- people don't know Kingdom Hearts is great. 
story is not that hard. Just play the games yes. in chronological orders. Yes. So you got that's all you gotta do. Yeah. It, but then you got shit like fucking fate, and I'm just like, where do I start? Everyone's like, it, it doesn't matter. I'm like, oh, well, shit. Okay. Or you've got shit like Monogatari. I'm like, where do I even begin oh, to get an idea of where I, to start? Yeah. I'm just like, don't don't worry about that. I like, I own all the books from Monogatari. I just don't. I'm like, where do I start? Like, just read the first book. I'm like, okay, sure, all right, whatever. That's kind of what I did with the Fate. I watched Fate Stay Night, like the 2000. What is it, four or five version? <laughs> yeah. And then I no, you did it wrong. You were supposed to watch unlimited, not unlimited Blade Works Zero. Yeah, you were supposed to watch Zero. Well, here's the and thing: then there right? people are like, no, no, it's the other way. I'm just like, I please s- shut the fuck up. I saw you. I saw uh, the only reason Zero hit for me in the way that it did is because I saw uh, Stay Night first. When I saw Stay Night, it immediately lowered my expectations. So when I got to oh. no. <laughs> When I got to no, I, I Fate that. Zero, I was like, oh, 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 they're they're talking about stuff. They're explaining stuff. I feel like if I didn't have uh, the introduction to the world via Fate Stay Night, watching Fate Zero would have been very hard. But because I have that baseline of, it's not very hard, but it would have been a lot more difficult for me and my monkey brain, who's like, no, you were one of the smartest people I know. You can't use that joke. Um, no, I just watch Unlimited Blade Works and go, yo, this looks amazing. Who who does this? And then start following UFO Table or UFO Table, however the fuck you pronounce it. Watch their animes, you know, like Demon Slayer. Because Demon Slayer looks so good. I haven't, and I... Because it's ended... I've seen like the first what is it, five episodes of Demon Slayer, and then I stopped. Oh, nothing's happened. Okay. No, that's fair. Uh, um, but no. Uh, the anime art style. Yeah, my cousins. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna. I'm gonna silently. Uh, put put their stuff out there, right? Uh huh. So there's sure. uh. Go for it. One of my cousins. Uh, I don't know if the other one like still draws or has like a draw an art account so i'm just gonna put the one that i i know for a fact has the art account um <laughs> on this show and be like hey you still draw stuff right i was gonna be like hey yo ask my cousin if they still draw but <laughs> uh the the one who may or may not have art uh is crossodile so c-r-o-s-s-o-d-i-l-e the one that definitely has an art account is uh dirge art so d-i-r-g-e underscore a-r-t both on twitter those will be on the screen but yeah uh uh, like that foundation of like art being everywhere that i kind of looked it was more like they didn't follow it but they all had the potential for it got you the only one that really follows it is third chart. Um, fuck. Where do we go from here? Name some artists you like. Some artists that I like. I so. Let's start this off with uh C T Chrysler. Uh, specifically C T C H R Y S L E R underscore. Uh, they the, the car. Hmm? The car? I don't know if that's how you spell Chrysler. The car. But I'm pretty sure that's mm-hmm. how you pronounce the name. Uh, so, uh, C.T. Chrysler uh, is the one who's in charge of the... Or the one who... I don't know if they still follow through with this project, but what, how I found them was through the anime project. Uh, so I've heard of that. I just linked you. Uh, it's the person who draws their OCs and their main character is the girl with the pink hair and the yellow something outfit most of the time. It changes from time to time. But uh, C.T. Chrysler definitely takes a lot of inspiration from like the same things that I had watched growing up and sort of leans harder into... Uh, I don't want to say it's leans hard into what uh avatar kind of had going on so i forget what studio that is but 
I believe it was a Korean studio. Right. But um, because let me stop. Let me stop before I say something. Before you, <laughs> before you just start lying. No. <laughs> no, not lying. Just uh, uh, let me just stop so I don't have to do extra work later. Word. Okay. Um, but yeah. Um, a lot of their, uh, a lot of their style is inspired by like contemporary stuff, but it still bleeds and breathes that, that beginning mesh of uh cartoon with anime that just sort of now leans into uh cd chrysler's own spot like specific style specific take where it's more anatomy like closer to uh anatomically correctness but it still has like that love put in it um then there's a another one that i wanted to point out was uh so there's two people who sort of scratch the same itch for me right and uh Mm -hmm. one of them is miku sushi and the other one is nisego specifically nisego 2 on twitter um so miku sushi definitely has a lot more their shapes are really strong when they're making uh when they're drawing characters uh some of it is a little more like the edges are kind of harder than what you might see with uh nisego but it it all really works well to uh have that like it works really well in terms of the not the synchronicity the the repetition of the the kind of lines that are being put in adds to the style instead of instead of making it jarring it's really good uh and i definitely enjoy the way that they do their faces their 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 motion the there's a lot of strength in their composition as well and i really like it um whereas with wait what does that wait what does that mean what do you mean there's strength in their composition what what does that mean um so they in the way that they do their art and uh, the way it's composed uh it definitely lends itself to uh how do i want to word this it let me pull up a piece very quickly before i start talking out of my ass <laughs> no i'll just talk out of your ass it's a podcast this will i i mean i could but uh <laughs> fuck this factually correct bullshit oh I know that person. Yes. They so they drew Ness. Yeah, I know that Ness. Yes. So um they their composition is the way that composition works with art is that there are certain uh in visual design there are not even just visual design, but in general, in visual design there is different uh, a way of putting your hi- hierarchy together that works really well with the different aspects of uh the basics of design just to keep it short and not have to go into specifics and they have a very good mastery of that as from pieces here that i've sent that uh future cam may or may not put up on the screen you're not wrong if your future cam is extremely lazy (laughs) and then uh although tomorrow is my day off so i might we'll see but um before i go i do want to say uh the action and the the way that nisego does uh their comics are really really good i really love the expressions that nisego does and uh you can't go wrong with uh big titty anime waifus i guess so there's plenty of that that way let, I was gonna say how mm, should, I, should I just segue into me? I'm like I'm not gonna do that to myself. <laughs> I mean, if you have, I I've outed myself enough. Um, yeah. One last person to point out. Uh, <laughs> are you good? <laughs> yeah. But. Okay. Um. One last person is uh uh Pokichi uh. P-O-C-K-I-C-C-H-I on Twitter. Uh, They are a comic artist for Avatar, The Last Airbender, Chibi series. 
uh but their art is definitely in leans harder into the uh to the style of uh avatar than even cd chrysler oh well i, I mean if they're the comic book artist right then... but <laughs> yeah that, that that's kind of not fair but all right i mean the it's it's more of like yeah it's it's not fair but <laughs> damn they, all right then yeah i didn't have much else to say other than check them out that's fair um tell me how aesthetics work uh do you have a preference what does that mean yes or no do you have a preference i sure sure that's how aesthetics work <laughs> like i hate you you know i have your address i can come to your house you can you're you're not at you're not at home right now damn nope it. i was gonna say you can but i'm not there no uh <laughs> i also I, I don't remember where you are i don't i don't remember how to get there no you're fine um don't worry about it <laughs> uh that said uh aesthetics are just as arbitrary of a factor depending on whether or not you have to be intentional about them right so if there's a certain aesthetic that you need to lean into then doing research on the things that have inspired whatever it is that you are either making or being derivative of then that's like that's where that line is basically so like if someone and the biggest thing about it that's hard to answer is that like aesthetics change over time like even for the like even within people so people can still like aspects of an aesthetic take that with them into whatever they do in the future but lose most of what makes that particular aesthetic unique and it's kind of hard when you give me a broad question like that to put it as neatly as maybe would be satisfying but it's more of like what you got to give me something to work with like what is a specific aesthetic you would like I, me to analyze I, I didn't i didn't think you'd get this far i thought you would just give me some bullshit answer and you, you didn't and i forgot who i was talking to heard <laughs> god damn it shay um now i have to go in my fucking phone and look for something so uh uh, uh vamp if i can give an example uh think of how all right so magic systems within different series right they usually have different general aesthetics depending on what you're looking at so like for avatar the magical aesthetic for that is definitely more nature-based more like uh think of like rune-esque like very old school papyrus looking aesthetic whereas uh if you look at papyrus the font not the character from under correct i feel like that needs to be okay said. well yes papyrus the font but also like papyrus the the paper <laughs> um is uh is just like very 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 it's like a legend if anything ah legend of yeah okay well the uh th whereas if you look at something like even within stuff like uh final fantasy uh the aesthetic of the magic will change <laughs> in between games how it works what it does like for Final Fantasy XV, the aesthetic of the magic is kind of this like separated. Like it doesn't feel like there's much of a magic aesthetic outside of the holographic esque like use of weapons and blades and how they sort of come out and form. Oh, I have an idea now. All right, you you your your vamping has been vamped. Uh a, a Persona 5 aesthetic. That's right. Thank you uh shit post. Okay. Uh what about it? Describe it. Describe it? What how does it how does it work? Um so cuz you got a lot of, <laughs> you have a lot of red, whites and yes, blacks. Yes. So the which sounds really bad out of context <laughs> heard um 
so for Persona 5, the aesthetic is very strong, very in-your-face, very... Uh, it's also very... Uh, there's a lot of repetition in it. So, like, if you see, like, the stars or the shapes or the circles in it, they're used a lot and layered over each other a lot. There's a lot of um, a... Uh, mood board-esque like clip cutting out clips of letters and words to bring out to make new ones so like the way that uh the pause menu has like the the old um calling card yeah ransom letter calling card aesthetic to it uh it it's all very strong yet it has the identity that draws itself to uh, the... It's very derivative of a lot of things all at once. While the sharp <laughs> contrast of the whites on the blacks with the reds that accent it uh, make it very, very, very... What's the word? Because it's not cold. It's very... It's like relentless. It's in your face. It won't stop like it won't stop abrasive yes abrasive um and despite how in a lot of that is attributed to the main character whereas in his everyday disagree you disagree yes ryuji is more abrasive than fucking red i'm okay silent protagonist we ain't gonna get into that that's a that's a whole planned episode for like november so where i'm getting at mostly is that the abrasiveness is put into a style and that style is attributed to the main character it's all well contained just like the way that he's reserved out in public okay and then it lets it loose in the metaverse so all of that is represented you did a very good job of saying that because i would have been like ayo wait time out ren is not it also i want to say the the whole theme of rebellion and whatnot, but that's I I don't see red as a color a, a rebellious color and and then I look at the seventies and I'm like never mind I'll shut up um continue no I was just gonna say uh when I think when I see the 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 visuals of that I think of um and like it doesn't help that the music also builds this sort of uh this acid jazz i wasn't even gonna just say acid i was gonna say nubia but yes acid jazz uh it it, the 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 jazz aesthetic on it is just as strong just as a result of the like well of course the music and association and visuals memories are not in a vacuum you're gonna remember one thing and start remembering something else about it but a lot of the posters and a lot of the uh, a lot of the posters that you'll see have a very uh, somewhat similar aesthetic, depending on like like its derivative of it. So you'll find like the sharp contrast esque aspects of the uh, the the like stylized pictures of people on top of the the way that the lines tend to repeat or sort of uh blend into each other in a lot of very jazz images in posters imagery and posters play persona 5 (laughs) yeah play persona 5 it's it's real fun well i I don't know i I can't play play royal it is fun yeah don't listen don't don't play the best game just play royal I'm, i'm gonna be honest uh that might be it because we just had to cut that whole last bit because it's so off topic and has nothing to do with anything (laughs) um so with all that in mind i don't remember what the outro of my show is uh it's been real it's been fun has it been real fun let us know down in the comments and whatever the fuck i'm supposed to say i think apple has a comment system but spotify doesn't which doesn't make any sense to me I don't know. You're asking the wrong person. Uh, YouTube people, if you stuck around this long, uh, tell tell Shay you you love him and go follow him on his Twitters. All four of them. I got three. Bullshit. But right. I only got three. I promise. <laughs> Bullshit. We know you have a fourth. You joke. I mean, I joked about it. It's joke, gone. But... 
Oh, okay. So it is three. All right, it is three now. Um, <laughs> your homework for next time mm-hmm. is uh, <sighs> fuck. It's fine. How do I? How do I want to phrase this? So your homework for next time is to do research into. I will. It originally was going to be idols, but uh, people don't seem to like. People like idols, just not the people I want to talk to. So we're going to talk about Hollow Live because they, they've been taking over the internet. And I was just like, what the fuck is I guess any they of do this? count as idols. Uh, it's... They're about as idol as it gets. <laughs> no. No. I mean, for the yes, online format. No. For the online format. Yes, but no. Oh, it can get, it can get harder. Heard. Um... When it comes down to it, they're they're just uh, girls streaming, hiding their real faces for whatever reasons that I, I don't fucking know. Uh, um, because there are people who... We can get into this then. <laughs> I mean, if you want to be on the, on the next episode, you're more than welcome to, but you're going to have to do a bunch of research into the How Alive English Girls. It, but, it's fine. I'll just um, watch a few... Um, what's his name? YouTube, uh, he's a YouTuber. There's Koto. so many people that make clips, dude. Yeah, I'll just have to watch that one. Dude. There's so many people. Um, um, also, I'm gonna say I've branched out to the Indonesian girls because they can speak English. Thank God. My favorite's the zombie because she's wholesome, but a, a goddamn degenerate. I'm just like, ah, you're me, but a zombie. Coefficient. A female. God, uh, yeah, yeah, that's his name. Yeah, yeah. Coefficient with a K. So, your homework is Hololive. Um, I guess Shay will be joining us, and I have to beg my friend to talk with me again, because she was like, I don't want to do it, because you're going to talk about Miku and Kizuna Eye and how those <laughs> two things led into Hololive being a thing in the first place. And I was just like, okay, it sure. Okay. Whatever you say. Word. So, with all that being said, bye. Deuces. Have a good one, y'all.